Afro Tales Podcast is a part of the Connected Podcast Network. Well, hello there. I'm Amon Mazingo, your storyteller, and this is season two of the Afro Tales Podcast, where we journey through the Americas and the Caribbean to explore the tales that grew from its African diaspora. I want to thank Art by Chalet for the beautiful episode art, and especially thank you for joining us on today's adventure. Chef, Chef, yes, Glio. Don't you love how we get to share our stories and recipes? Yes, I enjoy it greatly. Do you know what makes it possible for everyone to hear us? Yes, Glio. Our voices, obviously. True, but it's also Anchor, a hosting platform that distributes the podcast to places like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and others. Oh, yes. And isn't everything needed to make a podcast in one place? That's correct. And the best thing of all, Chef, it's free. Free, you say? Free. And all I had to do is download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So, you just had to download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Yep. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm and do what we're doing now. Fantastic, video. Simply fantastic. I know, Chef. I know. singing pepper once there was a king and queen who had a daughter and a son the queen sadly died but there was an old witch who had the power to make herself beautiful when she wanted and when the king saw her she had changed herself into a beauty and he wanted to marry her so he did. Now that woman didn't like the little girl at all because she was so jealous of the king's love for his daughter. One day, after the king had gone off to work, the woman told the little girl that she was going to the river and she hung a bunch of bananas in a tree. Now, birds love to eat ripe bananas when they are just hanging out there in the open like that. But she hung them just to give that girl a hard task to do. You see, she told the little girl, if she saw any birds coming, she must chide them and make them fly away so that they wouldn't peck on the fig bananas. So the woman took her wash basin and all the washing and went to the river. The girl stood there in the yard trying to do her sweeping, and up came a blackbird. So the beautiful young girl started to sing, Do blackbird, do blackbird, don't take that fig. Do blackbird, do blackbird, don't take that fig. Do blackbird, do blackbird, don't take that fig. My mommy will bury me alive. 
The blackbird heard what she was singing, took pity on her, and didn't take the fig. Then a pigeon flew down into the yard toward the bananas, and the girl started to sing again. Do pigeon, do pigeon, don't take that fig. Do pigeon, do pigeon, don't take that fig. Do pigeon, do pigeon, don't take that fig. My mommy will bury me alive. So the pigeon heard her and took pity on her and flew away without touching the bananas. The last to come was an old owl. The girl started to sing again. Do owl, do owl, don't take that fig. Do owl, do owl, don't take that fig. Do owl, do owl, don't take that fig, for my mommy will bury me alive. The owl, though, flew down and picked at the fig, just as the woman came up the hill to the yard. And that gave her the chance to curse the girl right then. The girl turned to her and said, But mommy, I did everything I could to keep the birds away. But old Mr. Owl came last and picked the fig so fast, I couldn't do anything about it. Now, right there in the yard was a pepper bush. And the father, every time he ate, used to like to have a pepper. And the mother dug a deep hole and threw the little girl into it and buried her right there by the pepper bush. When the father came home, he asked for his beautiful girl, and the stepmother said she didn't know where the girl was, because she had been gone for the whole morning. Well, the father sent his son out to pick a pepper for his dinner, and when the boy went to pick the pepper, the bush started to sing. Do brother, do brother, don't mash me hard. Do brother, do brother, don't mash me hard. Do brother, do brother, don't mash me hard, for mommy has buried me alive. Well, the boy was so amazed at what he heard. And of course, he ran and told his father. The father couldn't believe what he had said and told him he must go and sit down because he wasn't going to listen to all that stupidness he was telling him the mother went out to pick the pepper but every time she stretched her hand to take the pepper the pepper bush pulled away from her and she couldn't get her fingers on a pepper to take back and put in the pot for her husband's dinner she went in and he asked where the pepper was for the pot she told him that she couldn't pick the pepper so now the king came out and he went to the bush and picked the pepper right away. But the bush started to sing in the little girl's voice. Do father, do father, don't mash me hard. Do father, do father, don't mash me hard. Do father, do father, don't mash me hard, for mommy has buried me alive. The father got a shovel and dug up the girl, saving her life. He was so vexed and so ashamed at what the mother had done that he made a big fire 
and threw it into the bottom of the hole. He then got the mother, buried her alive, just as she had done the little girl. The end. The singing bone. There was a king and queen who had only a daughter and a son. The king was getting old and started to think about who was going to get the kingdom. Now the king loved flowers, and he would always send the ladies from all around to go and gather roses from his forest. So he got this idea, you see, that whichever of his children went into the forest and brought him the more beautiful bouquet, they would get the kingdom and all the riches. So the brother and sister went off to the bush, the boy going one way and the girl going another. They agreed to meet back in this field. But where the boy went, he couldn't find any roses at all. While the girl found six beautiful flowers that she made into a nice bouquet. When they met in the field, the boy was so vexed to see that bouquet that he picked up a big stick and hit her over the head. He then dug a hole underneath a big willow tree that was growing in the field, and he buried her there. He took the flowers and went back to the father's house and gave him the flowers. They waited and waited for his sister to come, but she never did, which made the king very sad because he loved her so much. Later, There was a flock of sheep that belonged to the king, feeding in the field one day. And the shepherd boy was walking underneath the willow tree, and he heard some singing. Shepherd boy, shepherd boy, don't you know this horn you blow? My brother has killed me in the woods, and he took my flowers away. And he dug a hole and buried me beneath that willow tree. The shepherd had a dog, and his dog started to scratch the ground where he heard the song, and he dug up a bone. So he brought it to the shepherd boy, and the shepherd boy saw it look like a fife. He blew the fife bone as he was walking home. Shepherd boy, shepherd boy, don't you know this horn you blow? My brother has killed me in the woods, and he took my flowers away. He dug a hole and buried me beneath that willow tree. When the shepherd boy came down to his home that night, he wondered what he had found. What kind of thing is this? A bone that plays and sings music? Oh, I must figure this out. The shepherd was really worried about that bone. So he played and listened to it over and over again. The next day, he took the bone with him to the field and played it some more. And the sheep and the dog descended and led him right to the king. The shepherd boy came directly in front of the king with the bone, and it started to sing. Father dear, father dear, don't you know this horn you blow? My brother has killed me in the woods, and he took my flowers away. He dug a hole and buried me beneath that willow tree. The king was so amazed, he took the bone and tied it in a big white towel and put it in his truck and carried it all around the island 
All the people around the island went to hear that bone. And when the truck reached home, he sent a horse and carriage for it, put up a big stand, and put the bone on it so more people could hear that song. After a while, he sent all about for his people. The more people came, the more the bone would blow. And so the people came for the brother, but he tried to hide. And they sent out all about until they found him. And when they brought him to the king, the king brought him the bone. And it sang again, Brother, brother, don't you know this horn I blow? My brother has killed me in the woods, and he took my flowers away. He dug a hole and buried me beneath that willow tree. The king said, I don't know what to do with you. What can I do? And what do you deserve? And the king thought about it and got a card of pitch. And they put him down in the cart of pitch and covered him with even more pitch. And he put on top of the pitch some gas and sent the cart of pitch with his son covered with pitch all over the island. And the king went up to it and with a lit match, he set it on fire. And that was how he killed his only son. The end. So, how'd you like those two stories? Got a little bonus this week because I feel the stories are short and they really go together. They're both sad stories. And almost in a way, you could kind of say that one is a continuation of the other. Both stories have a king and a queen. Both have a daughter and a son. Um... One story, the daughter, I mean, the queen dies. Another one, it doesn't say what happened to the queen. So we don't know. All we know is the same family, right? In the first story, though, well, first let me say that these stories are basically cautionary stories about trust, about, you know, watching your surroundings, you know, being aware of what's going on, but at the most trust. You know, trusting those around you, knowing who you're messing with, knowing who you're talking to, right? But, so in the first story, you have the singing pepper. And it's so sad because the little girl is just trying to be a good little girl and do what her stepmom has said, is telling her to do. And doesn't even call her a stepmom, calls her mommy, you know, like... This is her mommy now. This is her mother. Like her real mother died. This is her mother now. So she's not looking at her as like some evil stepmom type thing, you know? And she does it. She does her best. But the threat of being buried alive. Oh my God. I could not imagine telling my children that do this or you're going to be buried alive. I couldn't imagine telling anybody's kid that do this or you're going to be buried alive. That's, that's, that's dressing. That's extreme. I could, I just couldn't do it. Couldn't even imagine anybody doing that. But I'm pretty sure there are some evil people out there that would do that. And if you're that person, shame on you. You need to be in jail. Okay, just gonna say it. You need to, you you need to be in jail. The brother, he looks out. You know, he finds. You know, he hears the song. He goes back and tells the dad. The dad goes out there, and just as a dad should, and just as I, 
you let a stepmother do that to my, one of my babies, the same thing. Um, make a make a huge fire, throw that in the hole, and I'm burying you alive. Sorry, not sorry. Justified punishment, I feel. <laughs> you know, justified punishment. But um, then in the next story, if you say it's a continuation, right? The kids are older now, teenagers, young adults, whatever. And the father's gotten old now. He's trying to figure out who's gonna who's gonna get the kingdom. Now, the brother figuring he he would get it, but he has to do this thing, this these tasks. One goes one way, one goes the other way. Sorry, bro, you picked the wrong direction, didn't get any flowers. But does that justify killing your sister? Like, if this is the same family, she's already almost died once. And you actually helped save her back then. Now you actually kill your sister. And we don't know how long this has been going on. Like, how long has she been dead? You know, like, how long does it take for a body to decompose into bone? You know, like six months, a year. I don't know. You know, I have no idea. Um, I'm pretty sure somebody does know. And if you do know, that's kind of creepy unless you're in that profession of, you know, grave digger or mortician or biology, you know, forensic science. Please be in that. And that'd be why, you know, how long it takes for a body to decompose into a skeleton. OK, do not just know that as general knowledge, please. <laughs> That's kind of creepy. Um, but um, then the sh- the dog finds the bone, takes it back to the shepherd boy. The shepherd boy is trying to figure it out. He finally takes it to the king. And the king realized, this is my daughter's bone. And basically lets it, it be evidence to the, to the kingdom, you know, to the entire island. My daughter was murdered. Okay, so now we know my daughter was murdered and her brother did it. You know, if you see him, bring him in, bring him in town and they find it. They tar that. That's what pitch is. If you didn't know what pitch was, pitch is tar. Um, So they tar the boy and then throw gas on top of him and then parade him around the village and. The dad, you know, burns him, kills him right there. So, like I said, same family. He's burnt his ex-wife. And so he one wife dies. He burns he burns the second wife. And now he's had to burn his, his son all over what they've done to his daughter. That's bananas to think about that. That could be literally one family. That's why I put these two stories together, because I really feel like this could have been just one family's whole situation. And wow, I don't know what to say, but wow, crazy, right? Um, I have, I really don't have anything more to say to this. It's, it's, it's crazy. It's simply crazy. Um, so thank you for being on this journey, listening to this story. And I pray that you or no one you love has to go through anything like this that's in this story. Um, watch your backs out there, please watch your backs because obviously people are crazy and, th- and think about how old these folk tales are. They're ain't, you know, they're hundreds of years old. So be careful, really, please be careful out there. And as always, 
Have a blessed day. Please have a blessed day. This is your Afrotales recipe of the week. Banana fritters by Simply Tia. Ingredients. Three very ripe bananas. One cup all-purpose flour. One teaspoon baking powder. Quarter cup of sugar. Quarter teaspoon vanilla extract. Half teaspoon nutmeg, optional. Half cup evaporated milk. Oil for frying. Directions. Sift flour and baking powder together. Set aside. Beat bananas well and mix with vanilla and nutmeg if you're using it. Add sugar to bananas and beat again. Add flour mixture to bananas and then add milk. Heat about a quarter cup of oil in a heavy pot. Drop banana batter into the hot oil by the spoonful and fry until golden brown. Drain on paper towels. That is your Afrotales recipe of the week. Thank you again for your time. Thank you for supporting and sharing this podcast with your family and friends. You can always find Afrotales podcasts on Anchor, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you want to leave me a message or a tweet, I can be found on Twitter at Afrotales Cast, on Instagram and Facebook at Afrotales Podcast, and now on Coffee at coffee.com forward slash Afrotales Podcast, where you can financially support me for the price of one small cup of coffee however you support i thank you and i appreciate it always so until next time have a great day